When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, you're in for a treat because you're listening to the Dubland Podcast with Suzanne and PJ. Show your Dubland Podcast up your ear holes. Oh, you're starting to plug them in then. Yeah, there's no point in doing that. Hello, look at me, I'm all the way down there. I'm on your little fella, look. That's because it's that mic. Hang on. Hey! Oh. (laughs) (laughs) That hurt. No. No, I says. Can that right? Is that levels? I think that's okay, yeah. No. Well, you're I'm always just a tiny little bit kind of off mic. Am I? Oh, that's because I just want to be looking, head. you see. Yeah, be looking. Because I'm not used to see and this. See, when I sit it. like this, it's... Yeah, it's not red. It, sorry. See, when I sit like this, though, it feels like I'm sort of stalking or lurking. <clears> it feels weird. It doesn't feel like a natural conversation. Whereas if I sit like this... I'm well, then just move the me. mic to you now. How do you do that, though? Like that? Yeah. Is that it? Just try and talk into the little white bit. Hey. You whistling is really conducive to me having headphones on. Oh, sorry, yeah. I don't know. I wasn't thinking. I was looking at all my subjects for the week. It's been a very busy week in okay. Ireland land. A very busy week in Ireland land. For Did you see men are having periods now? <laughs> Did you see that? I couldn't believe it. Being the days, the days of being a man are gone. They're over. There used to be days when men were men. I think that men behave like they get periods. I don't. They don't think they're necessarily menstruate. Well, well, we don't actually menstruate, but apparently, uh, they did a survey. You know the way these boffin lads they go out and they do surveys and they grab a load of men and they put them on the spot and they say, "Do you think?" You have this thing once a month where your your mood dips and your energy level dips. PMS. And, yeah, but basically PMS. And mm. uh, most men, well, not most men, but 30% of men, they said, yeah, I reckon I have. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Now that you mention it, yeah, I think I do have a period. And here's the worst part, right? As if that wasn't Typical bad man, isn't it? It is typical men. Give but you here's, nothing. I know. Give you nothing. Women, you're not allowed to have that anymore. Let us menstruate on but our own. We're even taking that on board. Imagine <laughs> if lads did need tampons. Oh, we're just Imagine tell. what they'd be called. The, <laughs> the bombers, the B-52s. Yeah, they'd have to call them something really like, rah, uh, strong. Yeah, what would they call them? The Trojan horse. Or, I think that's condoms. Oh, that is condoms. What would they call them? The, uh, I don't, we'd have to work on that. I'm trying to think it of something, something real like manly. the beast. Yeah, the beast. Beast. Uh, what, what the, man pellets. No, that sounds ridiculous. But anyway, men are having periods. That's right. what they think. Or they'd like to think they were. But the most surprising thing about this survey was that over half of their... Other halves, yeah. the women that they see on a regular basis, mm-hmm. that they would claim to have love with, mm. uh, they agreed with them. Well, I would think that men do act like little bitches, but I don't think that necessarily falls into a pattern. Do you know what I mean? I don't think that that falls into like a 28-day cycle. I just think that men behave like little bitches wow. from time to time. But that's okay. Well, women behave like that as well. We all I, have our moments, but you don't like it. It just, it's so, everything now has to have a name. Does it does. It? Oh, men are getting, they're not getting a period. Oh, and no. I don't want to get into the, because right. I don't want to talk about what, ha- like, they're not doing that. They're no, just behaving. No, you're, you're right, 100%. I, I have nothing but agreement with you on this. I've no, you're not going to hear see me sitting here and arguing. I'm sorry. It's my time of the month, Suzanne. You need to go, go steady. I'm, I'm, I'm unhappy. I'm emotional. Yeah, I Aren't mean, we all, PJ? I'm wearing my harpoon. <laughs> I, I'm emotional. I'm not. Have, I'm having a harpoons. Meh. Yeah, harpoons. Take the P at a period. Take the what? what oh I no! It's, it's all too rude. Yeah. Everything I'm thinking of was yeah, horrible. No. Um, but but um, yeah, I'm not going to argue that. It's definitely not the truth. I just gone at the days where you used to say, "Yeah, oh, what's what? What's up with PJ? He's in humour. Yeah, he's in humour." Because men do be in humours. Men do be in awful humours. Yeah. Jesus. I remember me dad one day was in such a humour because we used to close the gates and he says, don't be closing the gates. I've, I'm, don't be closing the gate. And we just close. I have I think he just swinged him out of habit. Yeah. And then he took out a hammer one day and smashed the gates off the wall. And you go, that's it. He's in a humour. Now, if you had said to me dad, oh, the, the, you know, the period, is it? He would have just thought. He would have smashed you with the hammer. Well, for a start, he would have <laughs> said, does that actually happen to women? Yeah. What? Because men did. No. <laughs> Go away now. All I know is I go to the chemist, they give me a pillow. 
yeah. for your mother and I yeah, come yeah. home and give it to her. I don't know what goes on down there, son. Well, you'll I have to talk to your mother. Yeah. And I'd prefer if you didn't. <laughs> That's all it would be. But there you are. I just men are... I like men. You know what I mean? I am a man. <laughs> yeah. I, I genuinely jump to the defence of men. Right. I think there's a lot of man bashing does go on. There's no need for that. And uh, Yeah, but generally there's a lot of man bashing but goes on. it's not the men. It's the people who need to put the names on things. It's not the yeah. men. That's not women bashing men. That's just some idiot somewhere, male or female, going, tell you what, but say that men have periods now. Shut up. I know, but... They just say they're winch bags. And then there's men who are... The irony know, of the me The white winching. knights, I call them. You know the white knights? Who are they? They're the lads that no matter what, they always want to be on the women's side because they're pretending that... Because they want to get their hole. That's it. White knighting. And now, it's obviously, the way of white knighting is to like be on, hey, you need to sympathise with uh, the time of the month because you get it too, you're just not aware of it. He's sitting there with a heat pack on his back. On. I too have yeah. my heat pack on. I'm with you. You're okay. All right. Let's, yeah. let's mend seats together. Leave the periods alone, lads. We don't need them. We honestly no. don't need you them. don't. You're grand. For a start, we don't know what we're talking about when it comes to them. No. And it's an ignorant bliss in its own way. We don't need Stay them. Stay well enough alone. We don't and want just, them. And just when it all kicks off in your house, just go, are you all right? Do you want a bar of Cadbury's? Can I get you a hot water bottle? Go on and have a yeah. ride down. And let's face it, if men did have periods, they'd probably last for a year. Of course they would. And they oh. would be worse than any woman's oh. period ever. Oh, love. Oh, you upset me. Oh, jeez. Oh. That hurt my feelings. It's me time of the year. <laughs> it's me time of the year. Oh, God. Why do you do this to me when the coronation street's on? Oh, Jesus Christ, I can't take it. You're gonna have, I'm going up to me mother's. Yeah. I'm not coming back. For at least another couple of years. Yeah, for, I'm going up to me mother's for January. Yeah. And I'll be, back, I'll be back when Patrick's Day takes over. It's the hour of light. It always sends me into the period. <laughs> Oh, lads, cop on. What else on. is on your list? Did you see a man? Now, this, I, I was writing down, I actually oh, no, stopped. I know where you're going with yeah. this, I think. I stopped writing stuff down for this week's podcast because it was going one direction. Yeah. The whole thing was going one direction. And I, and I started with the, the male period. And then the second story, and it was the story, uh, the maddest story I've ever seen in my life, was your man in Cork, he works for Apple. And he was storing his poop and his pee-pee <laughs> in bags and bottles all over his apartment. And no one can make head nor tail of it. Now, we know the man suffered from depression, right? Yeah. He bouts get... of depression. He bouts of depression. Yeah. But he's still, he's storing his poop on his pee-pee mm-hmm. in bags and bottles all over the house. It was smeared into the walls. He had the place ruined. The landlord initially didn't even call the police. The landlord came over and says, look, do you know something? You can't be doing the poop and the peep in on the, the house. On the walls. And especially on the walls and definitely not on the floor. Yeah. Cost him 1,800 quid or something to redo the house. And your man, who works in Apple, had a good job. He just kept on pooping in the peepees and and only gave me 100 quid and wouldn't pay up and now he's gone to jail for a year. And now he's, and now he's pooping and peeping on, he can do whatever he wants. No, so he can't in there. Can you not? No. Imagine, you've, imagine having a cellmate. What are you doing, mate? <laughs> are you serious? You're pooping in the peepee and in the bag, eh? And they wouldn't say pooping and peeping in the no. bag either. That's I say that bag of shite. Yeah. I'm going to ram it up your fucking nose. It's <laughs> 80 years old. Never get away with it. But what a bizarre thing. And then he went to see, he was made go and see a psychiatrist. Yeah. And psychiatrists, like you said, everybody needs to name everything these days. Yeah. Everybody's got to put a name on yeah. everything. This guy goes to see the psychiatrist. The psychiatrist does a psychiatric evaluation mm-hmm. and comes out. And the only time in my life I've ever seen, they say to the psychiatrist, what do you think? And he stands up in court and goes, honestly, I don't know what to make of it. <laughs> I love that. He's like, it's bizarre and I'm baffled by it. He's like, I don't know. He's just sitting there going, you've no idea of the amount of years of college that I went through. <laughs> Literally for this shit. And this lunatic sits in front of me. He's like, so tell me, why are you smearing poo all over the walls and pissing in bottles? Don't know. Want it. Just but, you know, did something happen? Was there a no feeling when you were a child? No. Um, are you, like, you, okay, you're about to depression, but it's, yeah. you're not consumed with depression, suicidal. What are you thinking? Don't know. Is your toilet not working? It so works fine, yeah. So, like, can I help you with anything? No. Why are you putting in black packs bags? I don't know, I'm into it. It's just the maddest thing. <laughs> I'm at first, like, I just to suddenly turn around and just go, I don't know what to make of it. In a courtroom. Like you I said, I've, I've done 10 yeah. years of college. I've worked with people 
who you've done the, the maddest shit you've ever thought of in your life. He's, yeah. a, he's a psychiatrist of the court. Can you mm. imagine the stories this lad has heard in his life? Like, he stood up for all kinds of people and says, listen, this man is not well. Yeah. He is suffering from be, something you know, that is yeah. called the the, the batshit loodaloodaloo yeah. syndrome and he couldn't help himself. And then he stands up for this guy and goes, I don't, I just, I literally don't know what to I make I can give him. you nothing. I can give you nothing. Yeah. But I did buy an iPhone off him. So and that's, that's the thing they were like he didn't smell because he showered in work because obviously work. in all of those fancy places they have gyms and showers and whatnot. and he washed his clothes so he just literally used to go home just to go to the toilet in bags and smear it on the walls yeah I don't re- I really I'd love to actually know Although part as, of me really wants to know how, as my mum would say it takes all sorts it you does know, it take, does take all, all sorts. sorts to make up this world that we live in and he is just one of them yeah, but he you is. would like to see that that initial conversation of him going Wouldn't into you? be in, but no, of him going into a cell and your man sitting there looking, going, "What's your name?" I know. And what are you in for? Shiting in, uh, shiting in bags. Not in my watch. <laughs> <laughs> Some people are off the rocker, as is the woman. Yeah. Feel free to cut this out because we're really going one direction in this podcast. That going? made bread out of her own no! vagina, vaginal yeast. She made bread out of it. She she they had this idea and she did it as a. Uh, she was standing up for feminism, apparently. It's not feminism. She said that the woman's body is not to be ashamed of. These are the people who weave tampons out of their own hair. Yeah. Well, you she know? says the woman's body is not to be ashamed of. And she had of a bit of a, she had a dose of the trush. So she says, well, you know what I mean? Trush, it is what it is. There's yeast in there. And I'm going to go for it. And she made brown bread out of trush and says, see, there's nothing wrong with a woman's body. Of course if there's nothing wrong. If you can make bread out of it. You can make a baby in a woman's body. Like... Do you know what? It's sometimes like people. Re- it's like trying to reinvent the wheel, right? People going, "Oh, women's body!" And look, it made. Bre- shut up! It ma- you can grow a person in there. So shove your bread back yeah. up where it came from. I agree. Do you know? I'm just like these. We- but they never do it with the parts of the body they share with lads. Should never do it with a poop. Should never make bread with a poop. Like she it was. She had to go straight for the obvious bit that was different. That's all I'm saying. Uh, anyway, it's pretty disgusting. To move away from there, we're keeping within the kind of weird, uh, a wonderful word of people doing weird things, uh, but on a kind of a law enforcement thing. I have to say a big shout out to the guards, right? Oh, no. Yeah. No, just you'll love this. This is your type of story, right? <laughs> okay. So the guards. You've lost me so far. Hang tight. Listen, <laughs> the killer line is coming. There was a dog found wandering around the grounds of Tala Hospital. So he had a dicky bow on. Oh, so he was like a Bichon free, Maltesey, fluffy one. You know the little ones that you yeah. can put in your handbag? One of those. Wandering around the grounds of Tala Hospital. So the guards put up a little picture trying to reunite him. And they reunited him with his owners. And his name was Waffles. And I just kind of went, do you know what? For all the times that I've been stopped for not having tags, for taking illegal turns. <laughs> I was like, more power to you, Tala Garda Station. Uh, and fairness, well done yeah. on reuniting Waffles. And he was wearing a dicky bow, for God's sake. In fairness. And wearing a dicky bow around Tala is dangerous at the best of times. Exactly. Even for him a human. Him and Al Porter. Him and Al Porter, the only ones. The I'd only call, ones. If I found a dog with a dicky bow, the first thing I'd do is call oh, Al, Al Porter. Porter. Have you lost Muffles? Yeah, did yeah. you lose a dog, Al? You did. he's wearing a dicky dicky bow. Do you remember Brandon O'Carroll? Do you ever hear that Brandon O'Carroll's old joke? No. Why do they call them dicky bows? No. Because they tie them around pricks. That's a good joke. Fair. I should have said that was mine. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, Heroes of the Week. Hero of the week. I'm not. This week was a bit of a torment for me to find a hero. I found I was found it really hard to pick a hero because everybody was so nasty in the press. I couldn't pick anyone like straight off the. Th- uh, who will I go for? A couple of options here. Now okay. hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. I, I was gonna say ISIS for naming us on the coalition of devils because I think that's absolutely hilarious. Okay. I love that I can write that on the CV now. PJ Gallagher, coalition of devils. It's just a really nice title. It suits, you know. References ISIS. Yeah, refer- Yeah, who can I ring to say you're on the collision of devils? ISIS. ISIS. Just tell them I'm Irish. Yeah. I qualify. But uh, then again, ISIS are such a stupid crowd shower, crazy bastards. It's too hard to name them anything. Crazy Heroic. But uh, I don't know, Alison Spittle. Actually, and this might be a bit serious stuff. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Well, Alison Spittle, she's a stand-up comedian. Mm-hmm. Very good stand-up comedian. Uh, and she did an article um, for something on the internet. I read it there yesterday. Okay. And she was talking about, and I had no idea about it. I was talking about standing up for men earlier on. Yeah. Now I'm going to be white knighting a little bit. Because uh, I never knew. Because uh, you know the way we, women say they get grief on the street, they get abused in the street, they get, uh-huh. you know, grief off Wolf lads. Whistles in the street. Or, Wolf whistles. Wolf yeah. whistles. All this old 
nonsense, right? And I would always imagine that that is a real small minority of lads that would do that. And Alison Spittle, she did this article yesterday, and she talks about how a lad came up and grabbed her by the face. She was sitting there on an arcade machine, and a lad came over, grabbed her by the face, uh, and just to take the piss out of her, basically. Jesus. And how she constantly, like, she says twice a week she gets abused on the street by people. Twice a week, walking around town. Gets called all sorts of shit. Fat bitch. Uh, horrible grief she gets. And she came out about it and says, look, I don't I don't care about this anymore. I'm not going to bow down to this. She said, described that she dresses a certain way she does because she is personality. She's a funny person. And she makes her living doing comedy. Uh, and I just thought, you know, something fair play to you. Yeah. Fair play to you for just not only outing those assholes, but by rising above it. Uh, you know, just going out and talking about yourself and, about, and standing up on stage in spite of all this shit. Getting mm. up on stage in front of people. Putting your... I was going to say your balls on the line, but obviously she doesn't do that. Yeah. But just putting your neck on the line uh, and standing in front of people and, and in spite of it saying, oh, I'm here and shut the fuck up and I don't really care what you have to say. And then she tells a story about a gig she did at a festival and some lad gives her grief. Yeah. Like he stands but he makes, he's pretending as if he's riding her. And this was his way of heckling her. And she says she snapped at the gig. But yeah, didn't would. lose her shit. Yeah. So she, she went for him. Intelligently, to, I can Intelligently lost her shit, yeah, if you exactly, know what I mean. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And she goes for this guy and uh, strips him down to the point that even his friends are telling him to leave and has the audience chanting that he needs to go and the whole and just wins her battle. And for me, uh, not only because I'm a stand-up and I know it's horrible being on stage when shit's not working out for you, but for someone to just sort of say, you know something, I've had enough of this. This is my story. Tell us our hero of the week for me. Yeah, I, I love that. Films. Yeah. Um, without getting it on into a big sexist row and whatnot or whatever, but I, there's an element of me that kind of goes, I could be wrong, but there's an element of me going, that wouldn't happen. At a, at a male stand-up gig. Well, she actually makes that point in the article. She uh, says it would, would never it? happen to Kevin McGarren. No. She says, Kevin McGarren's a lovely bloke. Well, I mean, no one wants to probably ride him either. But... Oh, they do? Kevin's a good-looking uh... fella. Oh, good-looking fella and a funny lad, I'd say. I'd say that killing up. Uh, but she said that she makes that point, you're right. They wouldn't. I just don't. Like, do you know what I mean? I'm all for it. But also, do you know what? Regardless of people shouting things at you, which is wrong, by the way, it's someone physically coming up and touching. Like, I find that, like, that's, that is terrifying. Yeah, it is. Do you know yeah. what I mean? That's, there's one thing someone calling you whatever when you're walking along the street, or, I love, but someone actually physically coming up and touching you, like that, to me, it's a different is, level. It's a different level of... Well, you're vulnerable then. And, yeah, and also, what... Off. What gives you the right to come up and talk? Like, I always kind of wonder about the psyche of people who believe that they're within their rights to go up and do that because they deem you X, Y, or Z. Do you know what I mean? Yep. They deem people you are as... ridiculous anyway. I mean, the things people say to people. True. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. Like, even just the small shit. I'm now by no means comparing myself to Alison Spittle in this case, but just the small shit where people come up to me and go, Hey, I'm not sure. Fatter than you are in real life. Or I'm much fatter now than you are on the telly. And I'm like, now you see, I just put on weight since I was on the telly. <laughs> and that was, well, they, I forgot my naked camera. That's 10 years, ten years ago. ago. I hadn't even hit puberty. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm sorry for you. I was in my 30s. What are you going to do? Go with it, go with it. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, but like, people just feel like they can do or say anything to you. Maybe because they see you on stage or on they telly or something. They think do. they own you or something. I don't know. But it's a different level, obviously. Someone grabbing your face just that's to take just, piss out of you. Yeah, no, that's... That's inappropriate, like, and it's terrifyingly inappropriate. Yeah, that's a good Hero of the Week. And my Hero of the Week is an, kind of a bit of an unknown, really, but there was a story in the press, but just because of the bigger picture that is. Um, there was a story in the press this week uh, about a guy who posted up a note from his landlord. So, obviously, in Ireland, it's all about that rental prices are rocketing through the roof and people, you know, being made homeless and one thing and another. But a guy uh, posted a note from his landlord to say, do you know what, hang tight on your rent for December. I know, you know, that time you're working two jobs, you're working hard, uh, you've always been on time to pay your rent month in, month out. I really appreciate it. Hang on to your rent for December. Have a great Christmas and we'll reconvene in January. Happy Christmas to you and your family. This particular guy, as it turns out, his, his current situation is that he has his sister's kids. He's taken his sister's kids because they passed away. and So, it, like, the, he doesn't know any of these things. This landlord is just kind of recognising this guy's working his ass off and he's working two jobs, but he always makes his rent on time and he went, you know what, have Christmas on me. And that, I think, is the spirit of Christmas. So yeah. we talk about Christmas and, look, you know, the pomp and ceremony of Christmas, some people don't look forward to it or whatever, but going forward for this year, just do something nice. Yeah. You don't have to put up a Christmas tree if you're not into it. If you're dreading it, you know, just try and think about maybe do something nice for somebody else that you might get a good feeling from. Even small shit. Oh, I'm not talking about like taking, paying oh, yeah. a grant. I'm literally like, buy someone a cup of coffee, like pay it forward. You know what I used to love doing and I fucked it up on myself. I used to love when I could go to a toll 
Yeah. And I used to pay for the car behind me. Love that. Well, something I used to do all the time. Yeah. Uh, and I bought a bleeding easy pass. So I, can't, I don't have the but opportunity. You can't do it anyway. Well, I suppose you travel around the country. There's a couple of them that you can do. Like Yeah, but I can't yeah. do it anymore because I, as soon as I get to the toll bridge, it opens. And I actually coffee. miss it. Coffee. I always think coffees. It's like pay it forward. If you see someone you know, behind you, buy them a cup of coffee. Like pay, just pay for their coffee or do things like oh, that. Yeah, I, I never always, thought of that. Yeah, let's pay for it. But, and that's it. So just do something, you know, whatever it is. But yeah, I just that's my hero of the week just because... Look, we talk about Christmas and everyone's saying, you know, whether you're into it or not. I'm really looking forward to Christmas this year just on the basis of that without being negative. 2015 has, like, although my son has lived his first year of his life, this year has been a bit like, are you having a laugh, Jeebus? There's been a couple of things that I've gone, if I see the inside of a hospital one more time, for nothing to do with me, but extra other people, yeah, you know, directly affected. I know. I'm like, and you're the same. I'm the same, I'm yeah. just kind of like, we made it. By the skin of our teeth, we've made it. So Sometimes just doing a lap of the sun is enough, right? Exactly. In fairness. Yeah. Sometimes you just like look back and say, this year yeah. was a shitter. Yeah. But I fucking made it. Yeah. Like, thank God. You know what I mean? Like, you look around. My mother pretty much nearly died this yeah. year. Uh, she's only getting back on her feet. I think of other stuff that had, oh man, it's horrific shit that went on. But ultimately... You know, like you said, you look forward, and then it just takes something like that that will change your attitude. It takes so, you even watching someone else do something good to someone else, and yeah. it sort of renews your faith and says, you know, something there is actually hope in all and of this. And there's good, and the, the majority of people, there's good. Yeah, there is. Do you know what I sound like? There's a little inner asshole in all of us. Of course and there is, and thankfully there is, because you need a little inner yeah, asshole. But generally, yeah. I, I honestly, I mean, and maybe it's hippy dippy ideological nonsense, but I do generally believe most people are good. Yeah. I know, oh, I know a couple of who are just rotten to the core, but listen, I hope they get a <laughs> bag. Name and chance, I hope Ken. they get a bag of coal because they have it coming to them. <laughs> but the majority of people, there's and exa- we're exactly we're both in the same boat. Both our moms have been really sick this year, and yeah. like that, like why we only for someone's quick thinking in both our behalfs that I we have both of them intact just about but we've got there We're, we've ma- I've made it and I can't believe I've made it yeah. so I'm like do you know what bring on the turkey bring on the ham bring on the Prosecco bring on the Prosecco bring on the Prosecco <laughs> Bring on the Prisash, I go, and <laughs> do you know what? Give me a box of roses and I'm, I'm doing like, I'm happy. So and then pretend go. January and February is not coming at all. Oh no, Let's no. just pretend oh, Patrick stays a week after Christmas. <laughs> I'd be going into my period for uh, two months. I, I, I'd be, we'll be doing the podcast in January going, God, I hate people. Oh, I hate, I hate people. people. There's no good in the world. I got no money after Christmas. I have no money now. So my mother won't shut up. <laughs> Do you know what? Maybe I'm just thankful because my mom's pissed off to Abu Dhabi till Christmas. So maybe I'm all just like, ah, listen, I won't see her till literally just before Christmas. So we're good. Yeah, so, so there you go. Be a little bit kinder. Here, can I have, though, my rant? Oh, yes, definitely. I love a good rant. Somebody was drilling in the apartment above, maybe. I'm going to say maybe above us. Yeah. Uh, the other night. But it was nine o'clock. So there was kind of a little bit of hammering started. But it was proper, you know, one of those... Drills. Oh, you know, yeah, one of them yeah. that kind of shake. It's one of them the in the coffee shop around the corner. It's yeah. All, yeah. Right? I swear to God, up, I was in bed, up out of the bed and went, now I'm going to have to find who that is because nine o'clock at night is not acceptable. Uh, yeah. No, <laughs> batshit crazy woman, right? It but happens. I was like, if they wake that child, I will go up and I will break their faces. Because it's like if that kid's asleep, someone wakes that sleeping one-year-old, I will go, and do you know what I'll do? At three o'clock when he wakes up, I'll go and deposit him outside their house and just get him to like cry outside yeah, them. You yeah. deal with it. Yeah, you And then you'll be on the shit. Sunday world for abandoning a child. No, oh, so It's amazing, you hit a certain age where you just, the, the word irritable suddenly applies. Yeah. You just become irritable. You get irritable bell and you become irritable. Yeah, you get irritable, <laughs> the bell does be irritable. I can't stop going to the wee, I can't stop. And I tell you one thing, I've started drinking carbonated drinks lately again. And it has given me, I have like an anal orchestra. It's the the fact that you drink like a pint of Pepsi in Max. the morning. Pepsi Max. There's nothing in it. There's nothing in it. It's, black, it's, it's fizzy black water. That's all it is. But jeepers, I'm not joking. It's like, You're do you know what, do you ever do a fart? It's not a fart. Whap! Do you ever do them? <laughs> do you ever do a fart? It's not a fart. It's like an anal roar. Whap! <laughs> Jesus, what was that? Whap! PJ? Whap! <laughs> do you ever do them? You can feel your bum go... Oh, whap! <laughs> that's the Pepsi. Yes, it's Pepsi Max. It's carbonated. It is Pepsi fart to the max. 
They should put that on the branding. They should do. Takes your farts to the max. They, I'm telling you. It's, maybe that's what happened to Michael Jackson. It's like, maybe. It's literally, it's mu- like it's practically musical. I, like, I remember once I farted. <laughs> okay, I wasn't going to go there. But I remember There's once I was, I was in a, yeah, I know, I'm so sorry. But once, I was in Morocco, right? Okay, oh, just the story. I was in Morocco and everybody right. says, don't drink the water when you go to Morocco. Don't. Don't do it. And they go, I'm not an idiot. I'm not going to drink the water. Right. And then I went over and again, what do you want you to drink? I'm not drinking the water. Pepsi Max. Now, add Pepsi Max to not drinking the water. And then I said, put ice in it. Now, oh, ice, ice is water. So now I've got a double loaded. I've got Moroccan water and Pepsi Max, right? And I'm walking in the street. And then you go into this denial. You know this initial denial when you start when you Your know you're in trouble. starts to go... Yeah. Hello, we're up there. Yeah. And oh. I'm just there going to myself. Oh. Oh, don't worry about it. It's just a poo for later. It's later on. It's a, I'm just cooking up an exercise for later on. No panic, there's no need. And then like just... And you feel... Well, you just feel everything get heavy. And you're like, okay, maybe I do need to do something. Maybe I do need to find something a little bit quicker than I thought, but you're still not panicking. And then it gets to the stage where you you need to go so much, every step is like avoiding a minefield. It's like, oh, God, I'm ready. Oh, God. Oh, God, don't do it. It's essentially oh. like labour. Yeah, and I made it. I don't know how I made it, but I made it into the lobby of the hotel. Right. And I sat down, and for a second, I'll be honest with you, I didn't think anything was going to happen. Like, for a second, I thought, oh, there's much ado about nothing. And then one of those happened. Whap! <laughs> Whap! Whap! And the kid with his dad in the next cubicle went, Daddy, was that a lion? The kid thought it was a wild animal. He thought my lower half was a wild animal. Amazing. You should put that on Tinder. <laughs> my lower half is like a wild animal. Ah! <laughs> 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 what a chat up line. Most people, hey. most people get done over on Tinder for the wrong picture. This is like false advertisement for your lower half. Last <laughs> week we were talking about it. the best chat up lines ever. I think I found mine. My lower half is like a wild animal. Oh, How do you I mean? W- Wait till you hear me fart. <laughs> it's incredible. There's a roar there. Um, but, uh, here- oh yeah, but uh, sorry, just sorry, to finish the point, you yes. can cut this out. I don't mind. But just to finish the point, uh, yeah, you, you get irritable at a certain age. Mm. And a while ago I was sitting on a plane and a man had sat down, mad flying solo, sitting there. Quite a distinguished looking man, looked very like Brian Lenehan actually. Just sitting down, and a woman said, Sorry, do you mind if I move your jacket to put my bag up? And he says, You certainly cannot move my jacket. <laughs> I was like, Wow. That's irritable. That's epically irritable. That's irritable oldie people there, yeah. right there. And I, can, and I know I'm going there. I know I'm going there. You're going to turn into a cranky old fart? Uh, yeah, I think, but I'll probably internalise it, you know? I'll just bite my hand, let See, them move my jacket. I think that you're one of those people that, like, maybe you. Out, outwardly you're all like hey fab and inwardly you're like I'm <laughs> Dave McSavage always says that he goes look at you nobody could be that happy you you angry little man yeah we like, see that's because Dave McSavage is just a whole bundle of yeah yeah <laughs> see, imagine trying him. to go to sleep in the evening with Dave McSavage <laughs> that's um, why I love him though he's literally my flip side do you know what you're like with the this is like a, a, a Christmas reference. The irony of you talking about your lion farts and then you have like this two litre of Pepsi Max. But you know in um, Home Alone, Fuller? No. Oh, and he's like sitting there shipping the can. I don't know whether it's, can of, it's Pepsi or Coke, but he's sitting there and he's like, take it easy, Fuller. I have to show you now. Take it easy, Fuller. Fuller. So me and my mates used to um, take the piss when you'd see someone supping up. You'd be like... Take it easy, Fuller. Home. Neve Mart uh, sort of made me try and down as much of it as I could. This is one. him, look. It didn't work, Reva. Yeah, it's Pepsi. Oh, it is Pepsi. Kieran Culkin, he was Fuller. Is that like Macaulay Culkin's brother? Yeah, it's his little brother. His actual little brother in yeah. real life? Yeah, yeah. Oh, what a horrible Fuller, shadow. Fuller, go easy on the Pepsi. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fuller, go easy on the Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> It's only now, all these years later, I know why. Because he'll blow the pants off himself. There you go. Well, that's it. You're fuller from Home Alone. I am fuller from Home Alone. It's gorgeous, though. I love Bernie Max. (laughs) We didn't talk about Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg giving all of his money. Yeah, 45 billion. He's 45 billion euro in the bank. No, he doesn't. He's 45 billion dollars in the bank. He's got 45 billion dollars. They're giving away most of that, though. 99% of it. Yeah. He's giving away 99% of it. And I can't decide if he's really generous or if it's just like there's numbers. How much numbers. does that leave him with? 45 million. 
I mean, he could keep it all for himself. He could keep it all for himself, but there's sort of like, he's literally the only person in the world who has so much money, he doesn't know what to do with it. So he has to I give it away. I can help him with suggestions. I know you could, yeah. He's thing is, he's. Give it to dogs for ears. I would. I'd, uh, I'd buy every dog. If I had 45 million. If I a billion, sorry, forty-five billion, mm. I would have my own space program for a start. I would buy a house for every dog in Ireland, like an individual house. <laughs> all those ghost estates would just be filled with all PJ's. They pets. would. Well, you need to then pay for people to employ to look after them, or else you know what those dogs are like. Yeah, oh, I do, and it would be no problem. I'd have forty-five billion, and yeah. I would be there, like literally whatever that dog wants. That dog gets, and I know people would be outraged and be going, What about the homeless? I'd be going, Are they dogs? No. It's my 45 billion. I'm spending how it. About a, how about a compromise as a voice a voice of reason here? How about um, that you give the homeless the houses and the dogs live there, and then the homeless can have a dog companion? How about that? Um, nope. Maybe the, you give the house to the dog, and they uh, are happy to let humans live there as long as they don't clean up after them. It's your prerogative. You know what I mean? To be kind of like Downton Abbey for dogs. You know, the humans, because we should live to serve our dogs, really, you know what I mean? They are the master race, technically, if you think about it. Can I make a confession? Well, So we talked about SuperVet. I texted you, it was on the telly the other day. What a program. And there was this, and I was like, I actually don't know if you should be watching this. There's a poor dog called Spud who got cancer. Yeah. And last week I talked about me and the emotions. You know that my emotions are... Yeah, I do. A little touch and go. Wobbly. Yeah. Oh, you're a wobbler. Yeah, I didn't get the same feels. What do you mean? From the dogs. I don't get the same feels from the dogs. Now, I did. What did sort of maniac are you? What sort of. Yeah. You don't feel emotionally attached to dogs. Or cats, or parrots, or animals. Are you in your mind? You know, you can literally, no matter what happens in the media, you can do anything and say anything you want about people. Nobody really cares to a certain degree, unless you take the piss. But as soon as you take the piss or mention that about dogs, you're, it's finished, you're over. You're done the, now. I'm not taking the piss. You're done. You're finished in media. You are done. What was the end of your career? I said that I didn't have much of a affinity with animals. Yeah, absolutely finished. You're done. Cooked. <laughs> I, I never you. had like animals growing up. We never had a dog. We never had. My mom's terrified of cats. So we never had a cat. We had a budgie called Jimmy. I gave him a heart attack. God. Yep. So I did like like Joey's family have you know they they had a dog and they have its ashes and they still get upset about Mandy the dog and you know and I I'm like I get that it's really sad but I don't get it. Really? What's there not to get? It's a it's something that's alive. That doesn't care what you do. Never bothers you. It doesn't be ringing you and all. Nine you. Saying stupid things to you. Uh, everything in the world is so exciting. I used to do it my stand-up. I, you know, did you ever see the stand-up I used to do about it? It's no. amazing. Like, as my dog died. Um, I'm sorry years for ago. your loss. Thank you very much. This is going to be... This is stand-up. I'm actually not doing this routine anymore because I've done so much. But I'll tell you now. Because my dog died. And it was horrific. It was as hard for me as when my father died. I can imagine. I swear to God. No, I'm not taking the piss. Like, I know how people... Don't get me wrong. I emotionally understand how upsetting it is for people to lose a dog. Yeah. I just have never experienced that. Yeah, and my dog never hit me. It never gave out to me for being late for school. Any of this whole nonsense. What was your dog's name? Just like to put it into context. You're going to laugh at me now. I am not going to laugh at you. Seriously, it was his name. His name. His name was Searsha. Yeah. I presume he was called Searsha before you found out he had balls. No, he didn't have any balls. They were oh, they removed. They were chopped off. Yeah. Oh. You don't leave balls in the dog. I'm all for balls, by the way. I like balls. I, I'm into them. I own a pair. I trust them. I, find, I, I see their purpose. I would feel weird without me balls. But I think when you, it's only fair to take them off a dog. Because, no, you know. That's the dog with the sore spot where it used to have balls. Yeah, but you can't be. Pro- oh, scratch produce, my balls. Oh, I can't. You can't PJ be producing more stuff that you don't like. You know what I mean? Anyway, look, this too, the shelters are full of lads, uh, other dogs, because dogs just have too many, too, too many balls. Right, go on. So you gotta remove, anyway, so. The dog. My dog died. And I was in an awful state over it. And my mates were saying, get another dog. Just get another dog. And I was like, that was my dog. That to me was like saying, just get another cousin or a brother or something. Right. And then after maybe six months, maybe, I went to get a dog. I went to, no, I said, I'll go for a look. I would go. For a look, well, I'm that's not stupid. I mean, that's literally like taking a heroin addict to a den, go and have a look. It was, in fairness, yeah. And I went to Dogs Trust, you know, the Dogs Trust, Which who you're a big fan of, who I'm a big fan of, who are deadly. And I went in there, and as soon as I saw a dog, I was like, Give me the dog, I have to have the dog. And then I'm so glad I did it because it for- Layla is your dog, Lilo, Lilo, 
So me and Lilo are in the house and I'm so glad. It's literally the best thing I've ever done. Look, screensaver of- on my phone is Lilo. Look. What kind of dog is Lila? We haven't a clue. She's half of all kinds of everything. She's no. an old mongrel, right? But the only reason... See her look? And the reason I love having a dog... She look a bit like a collie in some respects. She's half a collie yeah. anyway, yeah. Uh, is because your dog... This is why you should love dogs. Because your dog, unlike anyone else in your life, yeah. thinks everything in the world is amazing mm-hmm. and all your dog wants to do is share it with you. That's their life. That is their whole life. So that's why they're looking out the window. Mm-hmm. And this is what I used to do, Mr. I'm just going... Ugh! Susan, Susan, look, look, Susan, look, oh dear, Susan, Susan, look, oh, Susan, 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 look, look, Susan, look, you're not looking, Susan, look, 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 Susan, and then eventually you look, and it's somebody else with another dog, and he's just looking at you going, they're just like us, Susan. Look how happy they are! I love that. And every day you feed your dog from the same bag of food that's in the same place and every day he cannot believe it's happening. Imagine living in the moment to that degree. No, again, I reiterate, I just don't have a dog to have that affinity with. Like, I really like Joey's dog, Mitch. Well, it's their family dog. And even I I had to ask the questions a couple of weeks ago because I was like, how old is Mitch? You know, and in the world of dogs, uh, he's like 60-something. Yeah. And then they were like, yeah, but he has a couple of lumps and bumps and, you know, he's he's an old... And I was like, how many years does he live for? Because I don't know. <laughs> you really don't know that I much. know nothing about... I All I rem- all I know about dogs is my six-year-old self going, Dad, can we have a dog? Dad, can we have a dog? Dad, can we have a dog? Dad, Dad. And then I kind of was like, I have to bring it what? Walk it? Clean it? No. Nah. It's a Just bit a Barbie. of poop and a walk every day. But it's it? but that was it. But it, people, it's not a bit of a poop and a bit of a walk. And it, to be honest with you, that's the bit that people need to get. You need to walk your dog. You need to clean up its poop. So don't get a dog if you're not going to do that because it's not fair on the dogs that don't do it. And I, that's so I at the present moment, yeah. I'm giving all of myself to myself, and I don't have time for a doggy self. And your baby. And my baby. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> you forgot something there. <laughs> And I have to walk him, clean up after his poop. So we yeah. have enough going on. I and guess he, so. He does also go, mom, mom. Yeah. And he's generally looking for food. So. No, it's true enough. You're right. I'm fairness, yeah. you're right. Because you see people that get dogs shouldn't get dogs. If you're mm. not prepared to literally go for a walk every single day, no matter what the weather, no matter how bad it is, if you're not prepared to pick up a bunch of poo, if you're not prepared to have your things eaten as if they're toys, then you shouldn't have a dog. Because yeah. that's all the down, very small downside for me to having a great buddy in your life. But if you're not prepared for it, you shouldn't have a dog. There's a And you need to pick the dog wisely. There's a guy in St. Anne's Park, lives in an apartment, and he has a husky. It's like living with a werewolf. <laughs> that thing needs 22 hours walking a day. Like, that thing he takes, it's like, pulls him around so hard that it's walking on its two back legs. Like a werewolf. It's as tall as him. And he's got, like, a harness on it. And it's just like... <laughs> Yeah. It does a shit so big he has to cut it up with a hedge trimmers to put it into the like it's unbelievable it's not oh. a pet. It's li- he's living with a werewolf, a friendly werewolf. Oh. And he can't exercise it. He goes, It's the worst thing. He got it because they saw a husky on YouTube that could say, I love you. And that's why they you got see, a husky. And there there I have a problem with that. Yeah. Again, that's like stupidity. Start small, work your way up. So that's what we'll probably do. Because Joey's very well. Like he knows exactly how dogs work because he's grown up with dogs in his life, all of his life and his family have. Um, I have tried to talk my mother-in-law and my father-in-law into getting me a dog that lives in their house. Ah, uh, no, you see. Well, see, I think that's I think that's a good start for me. No, I friend, I have friends trying to pull that shit on me. You're great look, with look dogs. Look how cute this dog is. You sh- yeah. uh, Joe, you should totally get this dog. Not for my house. Yeah, no, house. my friends try to pull that shit with me all the time. I'm thinking of getting a dog. You wouldn't look after it. Well, then you're getting me a dog. And I have a dog. I don't want more. I, I know what you're doing here. You're I know, a, are you in a serious line at the moment with your dog? I'm in a serious relationship yeah. with my pooch. Yeah, of course I am. Yeah. Okay, fair I, enough. I wouldn't be doing that now, taking another one in. It'd be All right. weird. Well, look, stop frowning down at me because I don't get your Pepsi love and I definitely don't get the dog thing. But I will eventually. That When I grow up and, you know, I'm a responsible adult... You know, and Ushin probably do, like Ushin now at Mitch, who's who's the Donnelly dog. Um, he you know just follows him because and Mitch was very unsure. 
you know, of this little person. But now this little person moves Adam at speed and comes over to try and catch a hold of him yeah. because Ushin's just like, he's a moving teddy bear. Oh, look at him. Yeah, and Mitch is like, get away. <laughs> so they have a great game. So I fear when Ushin actually gets mobile enough to run after Mitch because he'll just be like, but in fairness, Fido, the dog who lived on my road, I used to travel around on his back. We were like Tonto and Silver. Yeah, you used to ride it like a horse. Yep. You didn't. True story. There's a Very picture of Very rare you get yeah. a dog that will let Huge you. Huge big dog. I don't even know what he was. I only found out uh, oh, in recent years yeah, that he didn't go to the farm. Oh, you told me this. Before. I've seen the picture of yeah. you sitting on his yeah. back. Yeah. Oh, God. Tonto and Silver, uh, Susie and Fido. There you God. go. God. Yeah. And you're not an animal person. Like, I love no, cats I and love, all. I hate cats. I'm a veggie. Like, I love animals. I love well, animals. You don't eat them except fish. Yeah. Um, Although I wouldn't have a cat. No, I hate cats. I do love cats, but They're I wouldn't have one because I think to me, having bastards. a cat is like living with Oscar Pistorius. You might love him and he might love you, but at any minute. <laughs> at any minute, you go to the jacks and he'd eat you. He'd end your life. If he took a dislike, if he took a humour, <laughs> are you all right? <laughs> I've never seen this happen to you before. <laughs> he actually spat tea all over me at the desk. Anything to do with Oscar in the stories? <laughs> Did I get it? You caught me on the desk. Oh, that's right. Oh. <laughs> I have this image of a little pussy cat stuck to the door with no Super vet, huh? I'll give you a super vet. <laughs> my kitty litter you bitch did I actually got you because I only a tiny bit only a tiny bit that's the most amazing laugh I haven't seen a laughter burst like that in years I haven't seen a laughter years it looks like you're crying it's so funny we're not supposed to laugh at ourselves like but that was just brilliant just came out my eyes are watering that much I got the stomach now oh my lens <laughs> okay stop laughing okay okay hang on I'll put my lens back in so I can see oh, oh that was so funny I don't know if we can continue this conversation about Oscar Pistorius well, that's all I'm saying I'm not laughing at what Oscar Pistorius did it's just the image <laughs> of a pussy cat standing there with a shotgun so when I'm trying to get into my kitty litter move I'm in a humour <laughs> in a humour I don't oh, worry about this I swear to god I can't even put my lands back in and it's too funny and the only thing that's as agile as Oscar Pistorius would be a good pussy cat you know, I think they've got a lot of similarities, cats and Oscar Pistorius. I just, that's what I'm saying. You know, Oscar Pistorius, like I said, you might act I'm like he loves him. i any tea for the rest of this chat. <laughs> you might love him. And then all of a sudden he just turns on you. Oh, all of a sudden gosh. you you think you're in a, a good relationship and then you're cat food. That's all I'm saying. Oh, God. Uh, Do you want to answer questions? See, at one point, uh, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> at one point, what? <laughs> I wasn't, I, I was trying to go on about Pistorius again. There's not much No, point. don't, because I, oh, God. I'm not going to get back to Do you know, can I tell you a true story, right? <laughs> see what I did there? I haven't done that in years, and I don't, right? I did that in Louis Walsh's face. You did not. Just burst Yeah, I laughing. burst laughing. I, no, not at Louis Walsh directly. Um, I was in Louis Walsh's company and uh, he was talking about uh, Danny Minogue and he made the most outlandish comment ever but I was a little, I think I got nervous laughter. Yeah. But when I say, see the way I missed your face. You got and, him. But I got him. I was close enough to get Right him. in the little mush. Right in his mush. He literally just wiped his face and continued talking. Didn't say a word to you? No, it wasn't even. In, it was the funniest thing. that I, It's one of the funniest things that ever happened to me in my life. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my I'm, God, that was I'm brilliant. I'm really happy you did that to Louis. Yeah, I uh, love that story. True story. Um, <laughs> do we want to do uh, some of our... So if you want to ask, by the way, some little pieces of business that we need to do is that I have mascara all over my face, um, is that you can subscribe to iTunes. Please subscribe. Um, we started on iTunes, like last week we were only got onto iTunes and we went from like 100 and something to 98 to 50 something to 20 something. So please go on to iTunes, subscribe, listen to the podcast and tell your friends because... Like, yeah, listen to your podcast and tell your friends. And by the way, with the smaller the numbers get, the better that is, because that means we're going up the chart. Yeah. 
<laughs> not good at maths. It wasn't that 15 people listened. It was no. significantly more than that. Exactly. Yeah, but if you can, like it and tell your friends about it and, uh, you know, rate it and, and do all that stuff. thank you so much for all the tweets. You can tweet me at Suzanne4FM, um, at PJ Gallagher, because people just tweet us when they're listening and they, honestly, they make my day. Yeah, I know yeah, it's egotistical cool. to say, but it genuinely does. When someone goes, I'm, I'm pissing myself laughing or I'm enjoying the podcast or, you know, I don't like you, but I like PJ. I don't care. I just, any, I mean, look. That's never happened. It's all good. <laughs> it's absolutely all good. Brian Murphy texted or emailed dublinpodcast at gmail.com is the email address. If you have any random questions you want to ask us uh, about, do penguins have knees? Yes, they do have knees. Penguins do absolutely have knees. It's official. It's just they're inside their body. So I've been doing a lot of research on this. I've been doing a lot of research on animals and their knees in general. Birds aren't great with knees. Birds have knees like uh, pensioners have knees. They're there, <laughs> but they don't really do a lot okay. to serve the animal. So a penguin's knees are about a third of the way up his body, apparently. Mm. Third of the way up. So they're there. They're kind of making wobble along. It's kind of how he moves, but I don't know if they he have... He does have knees. Yeah. Elephants don't have knees, just FYI. Um, the problem with a penguin is he, he has a lack of hips. You can't pick him up. Yeah. Well, you can pick him up. I, pick yeah. up a penguin? You can't pick him up. You can't. You're pick right. Uh, but yeah, they've no hips. That's where the problem is. So they've all the knees. They can wiggle and wiggle, and their knees move forwards, but they've no hip. So they can't do the splits or, you know, run. Well, that's their ballet career. That's the them fluted. Um, he had a question. He sent us three questions. Um, he had a question about the milliliters not being able to bring stuff through security. The DAA. Yeah, the... You know all the ones that say to you things like, nearly a guard didn't have the Irish. Now, get onto the queue. Don't say that. Empty Don't say that. Out. I have to go through Customs and Stevens' Day and they'll, they'll keep me in the magic room until Brilliant. I miss me playing. Watch out for him. I just want to say that's Suzanne Kane, I, and I, I see the sense of it. I just don't know what it is. I'm a guard, just didn't have the Irish. Fog lights and cars, on or off? On. On. Off. Once it's <laughs> foggy. <laughs> Depending on the fog. And even not normal fog. You don't need them around the cities, really, in normal okay. fog. It's just, you know, off when you're, uh, you know, on a country road, thick fog, turn them on. But don't forget to turn them off. They're a pain in the hoo-ha. Yeah, don't have them on. They are a pain in the... Oh, and FYI to drivers around the world, those two things, you know, the, the fun sticks on either side of your steering wheel. The, yeah, the indicators. The indicators, use them. No, we don't use them. It's an Irish thing. It's kind of like the way we don't, uh, you know, we don't need to be formal. It's a formality. That's what I think about indicators. So they know I'm going around and turning off. They the do, roundabouts. Yeah. If you saw uh, someone using an indicator in a roundabout in Ireland, tourist, tourist. Or me. He's over here, he doesn't understand the way we do shit. It's I like do. somebody, yeah, it's like somebody saying, good afternoon, may I please have a fig roll? Like, you wouldn't say that. You'd be like, fig roll, please, thanks when you're in. It's, uh, it's overly polite to use indicators in Ireland, <laughs> on, on roundabouts at least. Um, weirdly, before we go uh, this morning, did you know the way in a film where you're like, if it's a bit too scary or you want to get to the good bit, yeah, FF. Yes. Well, you're not the only ones. Except this particular was Koreans and they watched porn for the first time. Well, Western porn for the first time. And one of them, so they all kind of found it a little bit hardcore. I heard it. So then one of them wanted to FF past, fast forward past the bits and then they had to actually say to him to be honest <laughs> this is foreplay yeah I saw it they got the porn or the no I saw the video the of the, yeah they videoed the Korean lads watching, watching American porn, porn yeah and, western uh, porn a western porn and, yeah. and they were horrified yeah one of the lines was did he just lick the asshole couldn't believe it no. like he never thought it would be such a thing uh, and the other one was uh, did he just do the wee yeah or did she just do a wee? Size matters, apparently. Size matters, apparently. They couldn't. They were flabbergasted at the the pepper shakers going on in, in the videos. Listen, if, if it all goes wrong for Biebs, if it all goes wrong for Biebs, his, he can bring his Mickey over there. But it makes you wonder, because I always would have assumed, and I, I may, this is racist. I'm admitting now to, a, to some sort of level of racism, I guess, on my part that I never knew I had, but I always imagined that porn would be worse. I always, like, say, sort of thought that porn in Asia would be worse. I don't know why. I just assumed it would. Isn't that terrible of me? I assumed that we maybe like you know, hope you're not had our own to, bad hope you're not habits. Go to Asia on your trip in Saint Stephen's Day. No, thank God, I'm going to New York. because <laughs> uh, you because you won't be getting the porn you're after over there. No, no it's I've banned. been to Asia loads. Of, I love it. Isn't it? Isn't that, oh, is that the what whole it is? Thing, the Koreans. Well, in but what's Korea, banned? The internet. I mean. Yeah, well, I think I don't think they were exposed to pornography. I think that he'd seen they. Some of them had said they'd seen levels of pornography, but nothing as westernized. I actually uh, spent time with a porn star a couple of porn stars and one of them had his Mickey insured for a million pounds 
He didn't. One of the biggest porn stars in the industry. I don't know if he's still working. Can't think of his name. Look, long story you short. You met this guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's his uh, name? I can't think of his name. And I'll, I'll try. Huge Stifler. Pretty much. Johnny, um, I'd love it. What's an Irish porn star? Give me a name. No, no, he's, Ameri- Nick- he's, he's a British, a British guy who's, and you know what? Not particularly good looking. British guy working over in LA. And basically, long story short, but a friend of mine was living, Michael Greco, was living in LA. I went over to see him. We went over to meet him. We went and met Vinnie Jones. Vinnie Jones is running a football team over there, the LA or the Hollywood All-Stars or something. And a lot of his football team are made up of British guys, but some of them are porn stars. And one of them was there, had to go because he had to go to a job. And Vinnie Jones like, who's got his Mickey insured for 100 million or whatever it was, a million. Yeah, he's like one of the most in-demand. Holy yeah. Imagine, yeah. Imagine having that insurance on your flu. And his his partner was a porn star, like him and the wife or partner, whatever the correct term. I don't was. get it. Both of them were were banging. I Just because she it. bangs, go go. Don't make her a hoe now. Yeah, I'm, well, you know what I mean. Each to their own. Well, I would find it very difficult. I couldn't be in a relationship with someone. We both go to work and then we come back and says it'd be like being a cleaner. You know the way cleaners never live in houses that are really clean because they're just done with it. They get home and they're like, oh, I've had enough of that. I've had enough of it. I can't face doing it anymore. I mean, where would the enjoyment be? The enjoyment would be gone out of it, wouldn't it? Do you know what I mean? I'm not, I, I wouldn't have a huge exposure to pornography, but I'm just thinking that in the general terms, I suppose it would depend on what you do pornography-wise, like as in what your, what your things are. Yeah. Like What's on your shopping list, basically. What people can shop. So then it's like they go out and work all day and then you'd come home and be like, well, oh, I'm knackered. Yeah. Wrecked. Just, just watch Netflix yeah, and have a hug. Yeah. It wouldn't be it's enough. Netflix and spoon and Netflix and chill. Um, and then how do you? I suppose how do you spice it up? Like what? Like do you reckon just kind of boring sex to them is like oh. wild sex? Because if you're you know every day playing a postman who has a package that's undelivered and then the lady goes oh package yeah and, well then it's done. How do you get home? To your, how do you this talk is my argument life? against good sex. I'm all for bad sex. I don't think good sex is a good thing. This is my and this is my exact argument against it. Oh God, it. there's so many things I could say to you here, but I don't want to. Because go you hit a limit. You hit a limit. You hit. A, um, and if you hit it too fast, you're done. Good sex, right? Let's spice it up. Don't spice it up. As soon as you spice it up, you're going on a fast forward down a freeway of no return, where it's no longer enough to just see each other in the nip and do naked things to each other. It's gone. <laughs> All of a sudden, you, as soon as you do one thing, maybe it's, I, I don't know what, maybe it's... Um, Whatever. Something small. Maybe it's a little finger in the bottom. I don't know. Something small. And then you think, well, you know, the next day, it's not the same without the little finger in the bottom. And then you start going, well, I, I kind of, you know, seven months, eight months down the line, you go, would you try the, something else with the... Like maybe when you're doing that, you could do a little bit of messing here, or maybe you could, I don't know, burn. And then next thing, you're burning his balls with a shower head and whipping them, and he's kind of going, do you know something? I'm a bit bored. I'm a bit bored here. He's eating a custard cream and watching Netflix over your shoulder, and you go, we're done, we're cooked, we finished it. Whereas if you had really bad sex for years, and then the odd good one, you go, oh, jeez, something there. That's I mean, why I think Irish people are the best at sex because we're actually the worst at it. Yeah, you got to justify your lack of talent. <laughs> One way or another, right? Sex tips from PJ Gallagher. More next week. And if you have any questions about how to not spice up your sex life, Podcast at gmail.com. Anti-spice. I am the custard cream of sexuality. I mean, even custard cream, at least it has a little bit of filling in the middle. You're the rich tea. More like a bourbon. Couple of dunks and you're out. I'm like a Java cake. I'm kind of exciting. Oh, no, that's a big shout, like, to be honest. Is it? Yeah. Because Jaffa cake has a sponge layer, an orange layer, and then a chocolate layer. Jaffa We've cakes, gone off boil yeah. on this. It's not a cake anyway. It's not. No. A, it's, or it's not a biscuit. It's a cake. It's a cake, yeah. it's a cake. Well, that's why it's called Jaffa cake. Legally a cake. Right. I, I, I don't. It's legally a cake. It's not a. But you can't actually call it a biscuit by law. Biscuits were seen as luxury items mm-hmm. in Britain way back in the who had day. Yeah. And then they were trying to get money off tax money, uh, VAT money for the off uh, the Jaffa cake people. And Jaffa Cakes took them to court. McVitie's. McVitie's, they took them to court. And he says, no, it's a cake. And this is a biscuit. And this is a cake, you know. And the winning argument in the court was that when cake goes off, it goes hard. And when biscuits go off, they go soft. And when a Jaffa Cake goes off, it goes hard. Therefore, it is the process of cake. It's a miniature cake. They couldn't put vat on it. It's a cake. It's legally a cake. Well, that's a revelation. Uh, but you're not a Jaffa Cake. All right? No. Now, I have or to go listener. clean. Or even sensible. I have to clean this mess up. Yes. But it's thanks my... for that because that was the most entertaining splurt. My I've... spit is everywhere. <laughs> I and I also am trying to figure out how do I edit literally me losing my shit laughing for two and a half minutes. I don't know, but it's going to be uh, fun listening back to it. Yeah. 
Thanks very much, Suzanne. Any uh, questions, Podcast at gmail.com. And don't forget, subscribe on iTunes. And, uh, yeah. and tell your buddies. All right, Fuller. See you later. See you later. I'm taking me Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs>